Hello, Chris. How are you doing? <laughs> yeah, not bad. Thanks, Tom. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Apparently, it's Living Room 101. Here we are again, Chris. Living Room 101. Indeed. Oh, no, I'm Chris. Yeah. Um, it's another episode, and um, oh, yeah. just wondering whether we should get straight into it. What do you think? Um, yeah. Go on, then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's going yeah, first? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, this week, Tom, the person going first is... Ding, 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 ding. It's me, actually. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, well, I, can, I'm, I find it difficult to believe that this hasn't come up before, but I, I, it hasn't. I'm pretty certain it hasn't. And, yeah. um, of course, it was inspired by the recent April Fool's Day. In, oh, in yeah. fact, I might just put April Fool's Day in, but really, you know, specifically what I want to put in is practical jokes. <laughs> okay. Um, I have re I have always hated practical jokes. I have a problem with them being called jokes because they're not funny. Yeah. Um, and I just have always hated them. I, I remember like a really good friend of mine when I was about, I suppose it was maybe about nine mm. and we were having a sleepover. And I remember him telling me that one of our really close friends was really quite like ill, quite mm. badly ill. Mm. And, um, it was quite, you know, it was a, bit, a little bit upsetting. And um, mm. and then he said, oh, it was a joke. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, it's not really a practical joke, that one, but I feel like it's got no. the essence of the practical joke. And I remember mm. even at that time just thinking, like, who is that funny for, you know? Yeah, um, it's pretty bad taste, isn't it? It's like... <laughs> it's pretty bad taste. Like, I mean, you know, he was... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he was a kid, so, so you know I forgive him. But mm. I, I, it, they, it always leaves that taste for me. Like at the end of a sort of mm. practical joke, it's like, oh right. So who was supposed to, who was supposed to enjoy that? Um, like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, there's some really bad ones, you know, bad practical jokes. Yeah. But then the, a good practical joke doesn't it sort of make a lot of people laugh, and possibly the person who. You know, it's played on like also finds it funny because it's just really clever and like and good. You know oh. what I mean? I was thinking of um, a friend of mine who up in Darlow. They they uh, was it a relation of theirs? I'm not sure. Some someone who um, they knew anyway, a friend of the family or a relation um, would come up with these like fake news items. And this is in the 80s before fake news was a thing. And sort of um, try and leak it out to the local press or. You know, just to the local to the local grapevine generally, and because it's like, I mean, it's quite a big town, but with a sort of village mentality. You know, these things would go around mm. like wildfire, mm, mm. and it was it was it was really it was good actually. It was. It, Can you remember um, examples? There was one where they, like the main church in town, like um, I think he rang it rang into the uh, local news station that had a kind of like late night. I think it was called Big Mac or something like that, which was a late night sort mm. of phone in show. And he was he rang in as a sort of guest and um, started talking about this rumor that he'd heard that the main church in town was going to be converted into a car park, and um, <laughs> and it just went round the town. You know, everyone was like up in arms. I think it was on the front page of the Northern Echo oh. the next day. You know, or something, um, the local paper, and um, it was just totally made up. And he, he would come up with these yeah. things just occasionally. Um, That's just thought, great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I really like that. I really like yeah. that. Okay, so uh, maybe I have to whittle it down a bit. It, it's, mm. uh, I, I mean, what I'm kind of talking about is the kind of thing that, so for people <laughs> of our generation, it's kind of the Beatles about thing. I mean, I, yeah. I, I did used to watch oh, Beatles. Oh, God. And I, you know, it was but, excruciating, though, wasn't it? 
but it was just excruciating. And then, mm. and then like punked later on, you know, mm, mm. did you ever watch punked? No. no with Ashton Kutcher mm. off of uh, Demi Moore. And oh, yeah. um, <laughs> it, it was, I mean, I didn't watch it very often because I really didn't like it, but a few times I watched that. I remember once um, they filmed Justin Timberlake and he was just coming home. And then there mm. was uh, someone in his driveway. I think they were like impersonating a cop, but they're basically stealing all the stuff from his house Mm. And he could just see, or maybe they were supposed to be bailiffs. That's probably more likely what it was, isn't it? So there was like mm. a cop stopping him from doing anything, like you're not allowed to do anything, but people were just going into his house and taking mm. out all of his stuff. Yeah. He was just like really distressed. Um, <laughs> and then like the yeah. end of it was like, ah, you've been punked, you know? And um, <laughs> he was like, oh, ha ha. Um, and obviously, you know, he let it be broadcast because, you know, whatever. But uh, it was yeah. just like, oh, I know what you mean. I it's was like, just really like, who was who was supposed to enjoy that? Because I, I didn't yeah. enjoy it. Like, did Ashton Kutcher off to me more? Did he enjoy it? Um, I mean, he did. I think he did. Uh, he probably enjoyed mm. all the money that he was getting from MTV to make it. But yeah, so I just wasn't sure that anyone was really enjoying that. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's like there's this whole genre of programming, isn't there, that has sort of become that kind of like. Those hidden camera shows, hidden camera comedy shows, um, they're all pretty cruel, really, aren't they? And like, yeah. Um, and so it's sort of the same thing as when you get a practical joke happening, and then you sort of don't find it funny. Then people kind of go, "Come on, why? You know, why are you not? Oh, Killjoy! You know, you're not laughing because you know he's broken his leg. You know, why? Why are you not laughing? <laughs> you know, he, he thinks it's funny. Look, I broke my leg. Yeah, um, it's really hurts." And then there's, it's almost like a kind of school playground thing, isn't it? Of like mm. peer pressure to laugh at it or something. Yeah, I hate that. All. I hate all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. There totally isn't. But there was with that. I think there is sort of element. There is ones like I remember we um, there was a the friend of ours who uh, I don't know we were out in the I don't know where it came from. It just came out of the conversation um, that basically we, we sort of um, started saying that I was born with a tail. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but we did, like did it really deadpan it wasn't planned it wasn't planned at all it was just totally spent, mm-hmm. spontaneous came out of the conversation <laughs> and this guy I was with was like he was going oh yeah yeah some people are born with tails and and I, I said yeah you know I, it just it just happens and it's a, it's a bone at the bottom and it and some people it gets a, you know it's a bit longer when you're born and so they lock it off when you're a kid um, but, it's, but it's like a it's like a tail coming out the back <laughs> and uh and the person um, was like, by the end was just convinced that I had a tail, and that this wow. happened to people. But to the point where they were sort of saying, "Oh no, I've heard that as well." <laughs> like going yeah, along with well, it. Like, as, I know, feel like that yeah. would have been me. Yeah, <laughs> I feel um, like I almost do believe it. You know, like even yeah. now. And I bet <laughs> it's the kind of thing that I'm. A, you, I guess you probably revealed to that person that it was a joke. But if you did. didn't, like. It's the kind of thing I, I feel like you could believe to you're like in your early twenties when it would just come back yeah. to you. You'd be like, "Oh, I don't think that was true." Yeah. Or you'd say it, you know, you'd say, "Well, it, yeah." But I guess, but say. actually, this was—I mean, it wasn't that long ago, so it wasn't when we were kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I assumed you were like nine. No, no, we were like in our thirties. <laughs> 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 right. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah. But I still actually, I'm laughing and I'm laughing <laughs> with and at that person, but um, I still actually stand by that. I feel like I could still have believed that. Yeah. What, as a 35-year-old man? Have. Yeah, yeah, as I am yeah. now, 35. But it was good. It was, um, like, it was quite funny. And um, and I, I, I like the way it was spontaneous. It wasn't planned. Cause it, yeah, so it wasn't yeah, yeah. premeditated cruelty or anything like that, you know. Mm. It just sort of came out of the conversation yeah. and uh, just went with it, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that totally, that, that, see, that is fine. It is about the cruelty thing, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. I remember when we were <laughs> younger, so we had two dogs, right? And um, yeah. uh, a sort of sheep dog and then a little mongrel who looked quite like a fox. He was that kind of <laughs> colour. He's got a bit um, of fox in him. Yeah. And um, we told, so it was like, you know, family friends, and they had a little boy who was about, I suppose he was probably about five. Right. We, um, we told him that at midnight, um, Bess <laughs> and Finn became mm. Belle and Foxy. And okay. Bess was really a beautiful woman called Belle and Finn was really oh, right. a fox. And he, they became Belle and Foxy. And oh, that's um, beautiful. I, I, I overheard him. <laughs> it's probably like an hour <laughs> after we told him. <laughs> I was yeah. at the top of the stairs and I just heard him saying something at the bottom of me. He's got like cute Lancashire sort of accent, you know, sweet. And um, I overheard him say, <laughs> I didn't say. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> hello, hello, Belle. Hello, Foxy. It's all right. I know you. S- <laughs> hello, hello, Belle. Hello, Foxy. It's all right. I know your secret, but I won't tell anyone. Oh, 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 oh. I know your secret. <laughs> oh, God. That's sweet as a nut. It's sweet, isn't so it? Sweet. So actually, yeah, yeah. that was a good one. I don't yeah, know if we ever told him it wasn't true. In fact, I'm pretty sure we oh. didn't. So I hope he still thinks it was true. <laughs> but that's a huge. That's like a huge dilemma after you hear that because you kind of go, "Ah, oh, that's so sweet, isn't it?" <laughs> but then you kind of go, "Oh God!" Like it's. Should we tell him or not? I don't know whether I, I think I'd. Oh. I think I think it was cool not to. You know, like I think it's all right, isn't it? Because yeah. But but he the same. From it. <laughs> Same lad, my par- my dad, yeah. I think my parents were, went on a dog walk with him. And yeah. um, it was, so yeah, so Finn was, you know, this kind of dark russet <laughs> brown. And uh, it was autumn and they took him to like their favorite sort of field to run around in. And there was loads of autumn leaves on the ground. And so when he was quite a distance away, it was actually quite hard to see him because he was against yeah. all these autumnal leaves. And, um, <laughs> uh. <laughs> and Liam said... Oh, I just named him. Uh, Liam said, um, uh, you know, obviously came out. You can't really see him. And my dad said, oh, yeah, he's an autumnal dog. Like, right. he, goes, he goes like an autumn shade in the autumn. He's, he, is, he is an autumnal dog. Unbelievable. And I so think you, probably just... my, my dad, honestly, though, I think my dad probably just thought they all knew it was a joke, you know, I think. But when they came back from the dog walk, my dad heard him saying to his mum, hey, mum, Finn's an autumnal dog. <laughs> oh come on you're just like this is like your whole family just like yeah yeah totally poking fun was, of this five-year-old kid what's going on fun. we weren't poking fun you know he, he he was loving it it was all out of love there was no cruelty no cruelty oh, just, you're um, just like 
laughing your heads off oh, at him behind his back. Very sweet, yeah. I think my dad would have revealed the autumnal dog was actually a joke. <laughs> 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 um, but I'm pretty sure we didn't tell him that Bell and Foxy weren't really a beautiful woman and a fox in disguise. Yeah, I like that, though. That's imaginative, isn't it? The autumnal dog's just a little bit. It is a bit cruel. It's like, because <laughs> you can tell a five-year-old anything and they're just going to go, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. fair play. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. There we go. <laughs> well, he did. Yeah, he took it on board. But so that kind of thing, I mean, it's the cruelty factor, isn't it? It's things like um, Trigger Happy TV. Mm. I, I always hated Trigger Happy TV because yeah. what it actually was was a really, uh, you know, he's probably all right now, but, you know, arrogant prick who didn't <laughs> mind, like, just sticking out like a sore thumb and shouting on a massive phone in a library. It's like, oh, that is hilarious, mate. Really, mm. really funny. Are you going to tell and me think, you like worked on Trigger Happy TV or something? No, I did do a hidden comedy. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So hidden comedy. It was actually it ended up being a hidden comedy show. Um, <laughs> that was a, it was a hidden camera comedy show. And um, Was that the one uh, you did with friend of the podcast, Matthew Horn? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. When we did that, it was a time when that kind of programming had sort of caught hold, you know. But um, yeah. no, I'm the, I mean, I'm, I think I'm with you on this. Like, I. Is, I mean, is it just so? Is it is it practical jokes with that cruel element that you want to put in, basically? Yeah, that's not very well defined, is it? Because you're right. I mean, like a practical joke where someone sends out a fake news item to a local paper—that's wonderful. Mm. Um, so, but it's a practical yeah. joke. What what is the practical bit? Because sometimes I think that that means like you have to you have to have a, like an object or something or like yeah you know you have to yeah. do something physically like put a bu- yeah, bucket on top of a, d- a door or something like that yeah well okay, come on that's another thing right that really let me down as a kid that that seems like the most hilarious thing you can do and me and my brothers tried it a lot that the the bucket yeah. on the top of the door it's just it doesn't it's difficult to pull off you know yeah like well it's very heavy a, isn't it yeah so you're going to oh, cause some damage doing that yeah yeah <laughs> it's going to cause damage it's difficult to get it to sit there so you can't really put like a lot of water or anything in it because you you'll spill it before so i think we tried it like with an empty bucket just to try and get it to work that it would tumble down mm. on top of someone it just doesn't work yeah um uh, so i think maybe i feel a bit disappointed let down by the practical joke as well yeah but if it doesn't work it's just such a such a disappointment but yeah. there was quite a lot of going on wasn't there practical jokes when when you were a kid <laughs> and um yeah <laughs> i still have i still remember distinctly um my mum offering me an extra boiled egg um that i didn't <laughs> that, that i didn't know She'd made, you know, and I thought, oh, there was only, I'm pretty sure there was only one made and then, and then, no, sorry, two made, like mine and hers. And then there was this other one, like in my egg cup. And she said, oh yeah, you've got another boiled egg. And I was like, oh, buddy, I didn't know you made like three boiled eggs, you know. Oh, what a and then like going into it and it being empty. Because um, mm. she just turned around the other one, like as I sort of yeah, turned my back. And I still remember that. How did you feel? How did you feel? I felt like I was really confused. Why? Like, we really just sort of, I didn't understand what had gone on. I thought, oh, yeah. this, this is the third, this is still the third egg, because mum said it was. Um, but <laughs> oh. but there's nothing inside it. Yeah. Um, I re- actually, I've got some friends who once, um, I, I had a cup of tea at their house, and then at the bottom of the mug, I thought, the tea bag was still in the mark. Oh yeah, and then <laughs> I was looking, and then 
I think I was a little bit like, ooh, so, ooh, something in there. And then it was actually mm. a mug that has a little frog in the bottom of it as part of the the teacup, which I think is oh, a bit yeah. of a, is that not a bit of a traditional joke? Have they not used to put things in the bottom of tankards and stuff? I think maybe I this kind of mug with the like a mouse or a frog in it might be quite a traditional sound. It feels Georgian, isn't it? Um, yeah, it could be Georgian. Yeah, um, and that was actually quite good. <laughs> yeah, you enjoyed that. And that one, I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, because Did it you was, laugh? <laughs> I think I probably laughed like this. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> Yeah, so, you know. yeah, yeah. I've got. I get how, the picture. Yeah. How do you? How do you? You know. How do you think you'd have laughed at it? What the frog? Yeah. I'm not sure. I would have I would cracked a laugh actually on that. <laughs> I think. I, I think it would probably have been more like, "Oh, what's oh, um, oh, it's a frog. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I did. I did like the frog, and then I liked the. You know, I, I came to like the mug. You know, I was like, oh, this is yeah. a good mug. I'm like, I would like to do that to someone. I'm not sure it's practical. Just, I think you're right. I think there has to be like an object involved, but actually I'm realizing that they can be quite good. It's the, mm. it's the cruel, like bullying nature of, yeah. it's kind of, it's, it's actually practical jokes that have become like TV, trigger happy TV and punked mm. things like, um, what's it called? The one, the famous MTV one, Jackass. Like Jackass, oh, yeah. I don't mind at all. I quite enjoyed some Jackass, but that's because everyone involved knows mm. that they're being stupid and doing dumb shit. Yeah. You know, and yeah, that's yeah. that, you know, everyone, everyone's on, on a level. It's the, it's the kind mm. of fooling someone mm. into a really like a situation which will affect them on some emotional level. Like, yeah, yeah maybe they'll have a laugh at it afterwards, but you know, yeah. they've still felt quite upset and distressed during it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the other really essential element, isn't it? Is it's the target. And, um, yeah. you know, some of those beetle about, things go back. I mean, people, there'd be near heart attack situations where, you know, their car was like pushed off a cliff. Do you remember it? It was crazy. Oh, yeah. It was like, or a digger would come along and crush, crush the car, you know, that they yeah, thought yeah, they'd yeah. left, that they thought they'd left their baby in, you know, it'd be like, it was so full on. It was like, Whoa. it was like, ah, oh, and then you were just, and you could see them even when they were sort of, when it was revealed that it was, it was little Jeremy Beadle. Yeah. They wanted to really, they just wanted to really let rip and, and, and beat him yeah. up, you know, and I'm sure that happened yeah. quite a lot um, yeah. that you never it's saw. Um, but it was also that time when getting on the telly was like majorly exciting. Oh, yeah. So that was mitigated, wasn't it? Because the yeah, little, think, oh, I'm on telly. Oh, am I on telly? Oh, oh I'm, on, I'm telly. on telly. Like that was you famous yeah. like, for life. You're like famous for you being know. really, really humiliated yeah, <laughs> to yeah. the nation. But it's but like, it's I remember, like people from my school, our friend Duncan was on the really wild show in the um, <laughs> audience. And yeah, you know, like, I, well, as I'm saying it, I still remember that clearly he was, that was like serious <laughs> lasting fame, you know, now yeah. everyone's on, there's a lot of telly around everyone's on yeah. YouTube or whatever. So yeah. it's not so, you know, but, but then it was like, Oh, I have absolutely been fooled into yeah. thinking that, like several of my family family members have been killed in a house fire. But on the yeah. same day, I'm meeting celebrity Jeremy Beadle and I'm going to be on telly. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like that was a mitigating factor a little bit. Yeah. But, yeah. but did still, you ever, um, I, I, so stressful. Talking what? of being on telly when you were a kid, did you ever um, yeah. try and get on yourself or did you ever 
What about, you know, like Take Heart? Did you ever try and get some artwork in, in, oh, into the gallery? I, I didn't, but I sort of always meant to. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I had a drawing in Wizard and Chips. That's cool. That's really yeah, cool. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty cool, wasn't it? Um, yeah, yeah. But then I actually I, was on telly as well. Were you? Uh, yeah. I, I was in you were a child star? I was a child star, yeah. What? I was in a show called FOT, which stood for false or true. And they would have like, you would have a, a, a clip that was like real, you know, obviously <laughs> like based on a real story. And then they do a little um, yeah. story to illustrate it. Mm. Um, and then uh, some of them were just completely made up. So my youth theater group, me and my friend Martin and a gang of others, we yeah. um, went to a school and it was the, you know, the, the, was it false or was it true story was, this is a school, but it's for sports commentators. Oh, and yeah. we were like common, we were learning how to commentate and we had like a teacher who's teaching us. And then we had, had wow. to say like a little thing. And I think they must've done like a tracking shot and we were all lined up with microphones. We were like yeah. doing a, a football commentary. That's a good sketch. Um, I think I do, do. You know what? I think I actually remember that. What you remember it's, watching it's, it? It's ringing a bell. It's ringing a bell. Wow! And I think it was something that I thought was really funny. Um, oh my goodness! I hope so. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's getting. It's in the clouds. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, do you want me to send you a signed photograph? Well, have you got any footage of it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't. I, don't <laughs> I bet you have. No, no, I haven't. I, haven't. I mean, unless my parents have somewhere, but they definitely don't. They're not that organised. Okay. Um, well, you could upload a bit to the, the Insta. It'd be brilliant. <laughs> I don't have it. <laughs> it's no a good gag. It. I like that Yeah, gag. it was good. It's good. And I remember, I remember the bit we had to say. Uh, I remember, mm. like, the funny bit was, um, oh, because this was in Scotland, like, oh, they'll be dancing on the streets of Wraith tonight. It, they'll be dancing in the streets of Wraith tonight because of Wraith Rovers. Mm. Yeah, but Wraith isn't actually a place. Wraith Rovers <laughs> are from like I can't think they're from Fife somewhere. But you yeah. know, the joke yeah. was. I, I mean, I, we didn't get the joke at the time. I remember they had to no. explain to us that Wraith wasn't actually a place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but it was. Yeah, it was major lols. Major lols. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Captain lols. Um, yeah. So well, you know, I was I mean, majorly a major star in my youth. So and also being an integral part of a practical joke <laughs> yeah it's true <laughs> yeah i've been on yeah. one of those shows i was just yeah denigrating denigrating so okay i'm gonna put this in but with the caveat of you know that cruel element so it's practical jokes that um are not that funny they're just cruel um mm. and they're and they're you know gonna give people a heart attack really um, Do you think the, could the tester be something like if it would make the queen wince, <laughs> then it's probably a bit too cruel. Um, is that where the name quince came from for those weird fruits? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Yes. So if it, if it if it if it makes quince, if if yeah. if there's a quince element, yeah. Um. If it makes the queen wince, I just imagine that she winces like a lot, at a lot of different things and not necessarily just at a cruel practical joke. <laughs> you know what, I mean? what else do you think she winces at? Like sharp lemons? Or just, you know, the way people talk sometimes. Oh, like she might hear someone right. talk and like, oh, and like, you know, just do a little, 
I'm doing Queen wincing face, by the way. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, you know. Do you think she does it when the like an aquary comes in, or like the butler and puts <laughs> down her mail? Right on a little tray, and it's yeah. got one of those like little um, love those things, little letter opener. It looks like a little mm. sword. Her one probably yeah. is a sword with diamonds on it, and that. Yeah, and they put that down, but it's they put it too near the edge, and it actually tumbles off onto mm. the floor. Do you think she'd wince at that? Well, I think she'd wince firstly at um, you pronouncing a query, a query oh. rather than equery, and I think oh. secondly she'd probably wince at you say mail instead of post. What? Um, Did it, oh no! And then, and then, like you know, having I don't know, sort of been assaulted really with those two things, she probably <laughs> wouldn't be that bothered about it falling on the floor. Might have, might even stoop to pick it up herself. Like, oh, she might that'd even be ridiculous! St- you might even stoop to stoop to pick it up herself. Yeah, very good. That's good. Do you think so? If that was me, and mm-hmm. I had let the letter opener tumble, do you think they just shouldn't you just pick it up? put it back on the table and just go and get your bag head off. And then they just send you your P45. <laughs> I think all of that kind of stuff goes on. Yeah. I hope so. Um, so I think like, I think it's probably, I mean, to be honest, she looks like she's wincing most of the time. Yeah. These days. She does a bit, doesn't she? Mm, like even bit. when she smiles, there's a certain wincy element, a bit of the wincy Willis yeah. about her. Bit of wincy Willis. It's going back to your, um, your what was it, a fox terrier? No, it was like a dog that looked a bit like a fox, wasn't it? Autumnal dog, Finn. No, not yeah. autumnal, the one that was like a fox. Yeah, foxy, foxy. How, was it's foxy real, the autumnal his, one? His, his, yeah, yeah, it's the same dog. His real name okay. was Finn. That was his, you know, that was his yeah. name. That was on his birth certificate. But okay. foxy was who he became yeah. at midnight. Who he became. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I think Finn, you know, could have had a bit of fox in him. And I think possibly mm. the Queen has got a bit of Wincy Willis in her. <laughs> um, <laughs> quite possibly. Quite probably. Quite possibly. Yeah. Do you know Wincy <laughs> Willis? I, I Googled her the other day. Yeah. Um, she's, I think. Why? Uh, Why, that, if you don't mind me asking? Because I wanted to know what happened to her. <laughs> and. Um, I think she's a poet. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I have to be honest, I can't quite remember who Wincy Willis was. Did she do um like um exercises on morning TV? No, no, she was the weather girl on oh, TV. Oh, she was AM. weather. She was weather. Weather woman. Right, right, yeah. right, right. But she was massive in the northeast because she was a Geordie. She's from the northeast. <laughs> so she was a massive star in the northeast, yeah. And I think she's either a poet or a hmm. healer. Possibly both. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> healers, I feel like healers and poets, like healers, do you yeah. get quite a lot of healing poems, don't you? Um, no. yeah, 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 yeah. You do, yeah, yeah, yeah. you do. I've seen them on like things in my mum's bathroom, you know, like a little, um, <laughs> you know, sort of kind of peace inducing poem that heals in some way. The things you've seen in your mum's bathroom. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's not good. There's <laughs> some Witsy Willis in there once. Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw her face. Like, I was talking to a chef, and he said, I saw her face while I was cutting into a tomato. <laughs> and her face <laughs> and the seeds of the tomato made made the face of Wincy Willis. Made the face of Wincy Willis. They made the face of Wincy Willis. 
So she was huge in the northeast, and then and then you were like, "Where's she gone?" Well, no, what it was was I was writing a script, and uh, we we made a reference to her, and just thought, yeah. you know, what where, where is she? What's she doing? Um, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so all right, so so practical jokes, yes, that would make Wincy Willis wince. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Because I'm, okay. I'm sure she's up, she's up for a laugh, yeah. Oh, definitely. And but, but it's probably quite sensitive and uh, compassionate as well. I think. I think so. And so, yeah. Whether she's she a used poet, to do that weather. Yeah, but whether she's a poet or a healer or both, uh, I imagine she's quite compassionate. I think she is compassionate. The way she used to, I don't know, <laughs> just go a bit easy on the weather sometimes. You know, like go on. Oh, really? She'd oh, be I like. There's going to be snow, like low temperature, but don't worry about it. You know, I'm sure there's some nice weather will come along soon. She was, she was a very, she had a sunny disposition. Did she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would she be like, there's really very strong winds coming. So you may have to like do that thing where you put a wooden board over your windows. But, um, but don't worry because sometimes really strong wind comes and it sort of, lifts up turf and things and then ancient treasures are found like Scara Bray. So, you know, it's not all bad. That's the kind of thing that she would have done, I think. Yeah, but I in think fact, so. it was, I think, you know, thinking back genuinely, her general demeanor was like really upbeat and kind of quite sunny. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? And so yeah. um, listening to the weather with her was, it never felt that bad. You know what I mean? The weather. Really? Like now some of the, some of the guys, you know, it feels quite serious, doesn't it? Oh, there's this yeah, happening. Yeah. Oh, XYZ's yeah. It happening. Like- Flooding, you know, floodings, yeah, coming. flooding, weather warnings, all that kind of stuff. Wincy, Willis, Wincy just be like, Wincy just be like, it'll be sunny. <laughs> yeah, Wincy, Wincy would just would deliver a water, a weather warning, and you, 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 you know, you'd be, you'd feel quite happy about it. Do you know what I reckon probably happened? What? Is they came up to Wincy and they were like, oh, Wincy, um, the Met's office, um, oh, yeah, yeah, the secretary, yeah, yeah, yeah. or or like the producer, maybe. And yeah. they'd come in and um, Anne Diamond would just be finishing her segment on cottage cheese. <laughs> and they'd be like, Wincy, weather warning. There's going to be serious gales and heavy flooding all yeah. across England. Mm. Wincy probably took that, ripped it up, threw it off. Anne finishes her bit. They come live mm. to Wincy. Wincy's like that. Going to be sunny. Don't worry about it. Have a great weekend, everyone. Yeah. You see... What I'm thinking is she would never throw you the wrong weather. I think she would really? take the job. No, she would take the job seriously, but she would deliver it in such a fashion that you kind of wouldn't that, be that bothered about bad weather. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, um, I'm going to put them in. Practical jokes I'm going to put in. <laughs> if it's the kind of practical joke that would make Wincy Willis wince. Yeah. I just remembered what you said about the Queen and Wincy Willis there. That really came <laughs> back to me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Practical jokes that would make Wincy Willis wince straight into Living Room 101. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. I genuinely appreciate that. Yeah. All right. So what are you uh, okay. what are you what are you serving? What I'm serving is um police helicopters. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You've so, got my attention. Police helicopters in, in, in certain situations um, mm. where it's clear that there are no crimes being committed or s- any sort of seeming conceivable reason why that police helicopter is, is hovering above your head, mm. um, spoiling 
your afternoon. Mm. Um, and my, my example is like in Greenwich Park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like pretty much every single time I go to Greenwich Park, there's a police helicopter hovering over Greenwich Park. You know, correct me if I'm wrong, Chris. You may, you may, you may have insight into this. But okay. um, what conceivable reason would a police helicopter have for hovering over Greenwich Park? Um, this is generally during lockdown when you know people are using the park as a utility. Um, mm, mm. The, the main the main sort of attractions in the park, like the observatory and the museum, are shut. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so it's not as if they're like. I mean, what are they are they thinking? Oh, they'll you know, they might, someone's going to go into the observatory and, and nick an antique telescope. We mm-hmm. better uh, we better like stake this massive patch of green out, um, just for like the whole afternoon, mm-hmm. um, and like it just I don't, it's just bizarre. I don't I don't get it. Um, Two words. And then, what? Car thieves. In Greenwich Park. What if there's car thieves, they've, they've wrecked the car and then they've run into the park, hiding what, in like bushes? Every day. Every day they've done that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe not. I'm not being so specific that it's just that helicopter over Greenwich Park, but I have come across this before where you sort of, you just look at, there's this noise going on. like, And it could be at night as well, like, and mm. grant you, grant you at night, you know, there could be some escaped criminal, something like that, and they're sort yeah. of having to having to get up there. But um, there's other times where it just seems quite random, and it's just what is it doing? What are they doing? Is it because and- like Greenwich is a bit royal, isn't it? Yeah, mm. I, I feel like royal stuff's probably going on. Could there be anything like, in that? Uh, no, I mean the no. royals aren't there; no. they're never there. Wow. You know? Not that you know of. Um, well, the royals are there taking a jog every day. Hmm. Is that why they're doing it? I why mean, do they need a helicopter if, like, I don't know, one of the minor royals is running through Greenwich Park? They don't need a helicopter mm, for that. No, they don't. They don't. And also a helicopter don't, don't, don't follow the royals around anyway. From my, um, you know, friendly experiences with my friends, the royals, um, mm. who I never saw wince, um, I... I don't remember a helicopter hovering above. No. In fact, I'll go further than that. There wasn't a helicopter hovering above. I bet there wasn't one. And that is the big problem with the police helicopter. Is it not? It's, it's the long hover. It's the long hover. It's the long hover. What's it doing? None of us mind a passing police helicopter, a a passing helicopter of any kind. I mean, that's great fun. Everyone, you know, the lookout, the lean out, the look up. What's yeah. it up to? Oh, could it be a car thief? What's yeah. going on? But it's mm. the long hover, the lover, you know, the long the, hover. yeah, it really begins to chafe. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's you- difficult enough, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's difficult enough negotiating the urban environment without having mm. to kind of, you know, negotiate another dimension of it, like <laughs> above your head. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, the traffic gets to you and you're like, oh, no. And, and then there's this buzzing going on. And you think, well, I'm going to go to the park for a bit of respite. No, there it is, buzzing above your head. Oh, the buzz, buzz And there was this, there was this, um, I heard this news report, like, um, it was quite a while ago now, wasn't it? But um, I don't even remember where there was Abraham those. Lincoln. What? Shooting of Abraham Lincoln. No, it was after that. It was after that. And, um... <laughs> But it was these um, helicopter, police helicopter 
uh, dudes who got mm. who were prosecuted for uh, like sort of taking photos of people in the back garden. What? Yeah. What? What? Like nudie snaps? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh dear. Um, and so I've always had that on my mind, just thinking, what are you doing? You know, have you got a bit of? Uh, have you got like a pack of sandwiches out, and you're just sort of, I don't know, having a having a little gander at people in the park? I mean, are, what, you, are you a bit worried that they're trying to get a, a snap of you in the nude? What What's going on? I just don't get it. I don't get what's going on. <laughs> I just don't. Why would it be there for all afternoon? All like loads of times, like all the time. Well, I mean, the the reason I said car thieves is I think we've all seen those shows where you are in the police helicopter looking down at the car thieves running off. Mm. And sometimes they have to just track them for ages because they're obviously guiding people on, at floor level to find the car thief. We can all see them on our thermal imaging camera. Mm. They're hiding in, in yon cops, you know, in Greenwich Park. Um, and they're guiding the, the police on the ground to where these people actually are. I, that's what mm. I always suspect is happening with the long hover. Um, I mean, you made me think there now. Is it a training then? Do you think it's training that they're kind oh, of could be training. that there's people in the park that they're trying to guide around the park and they're playing clothes, so you don't know who they are, and they're sort of like liaising with them or something like that. Could be that, couldn't yeah, it? I suppose? Yeah, it could be liaising situation. <laughs> That's oh, that pretty good. Was passing that one. That was that was a passive one. Yeah, it's passing. That just sounds like a washing machine. <laughs> That's very good. Oh, many thanks, but I am about to pass out. Oh, that was good. That was good. That was going quickly. That one. Wow, that one's going fast. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's, got, he's got some car thieves on the go. <laughs> so what are you asking me to put in again? The long hover or just police helicopters in the sky? Um, I'm asking to put in <laughs> police helicopters doing the long hover where there seems to be no reason for it whatsoever. Uh, I just think That's you're on going, the ground. No, 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 no. You're on the ground, right? So the point is, you uh, you think there's no reason for that heli chopper to be up there, right? But mm. you don't know. You don't have the right perspective. That's why we got the chopper because the chopper. But if it is training, if it is training, mm-hmm. you're saying that's a good enough reason, yeah, for it to be up there over Greenwich Park most days. Well, listen up. Next time your car gets stolen, mm. uh. Do you want it to be found by the police or not? Because if you do, then somebody's going to have to train those helicopter pilots. Mm, you're saying it's good enough reason. Mm. Mm, I can't help thinking there is a reason. You're just not aware of it. And just because it's disrupting you from reading Lady Chatterley's Lover on the, you know, <laughs> on the grass doesn't mean there isn't a reason <laughs> the helicopter's up there. <laughs> Well, I'll just have to uh, find another location for getting into me DH, Lawrence, won't I? <laughs> uh. How long's it there for? A load, like ages, and then it'll go away and come back. Yeah, yeah. Why does it, it, com- it, 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 it come back? Why does it come back? To the same place. Like, it's gone away from, like, and you think, oh, right, it's gone now. It comes back. 
What would he be coming back for? Would you rather, okay, let me throw this open to you. Would you rather like never have the long hover uh, or never see the helicopters going around in the, in the London sky? Because um, I think that's like irritation. I get that from the noise, but that's versus the excitement of like, oh my God, there's a car chase on. No, or, I mean, I, I don't mind Something exciting's it. happening. I don't mind it. Obviously, the you know, police have got to do their work, and I'm very grateful for it. But this doesn't seem to be have any reason for it. So, yeah, I'm fine with the police helicopters being up there, sort of, you know, doing the work. But like, <laughs> why would you be hovering over Greenwich um, Park? I think going away and coming um, back. No, we're going away and coming back. I think this is kind of wishy washy, in all honesty. Oh God! I, so you're I'm not going to put it in? No, nah, I'm not putting that in. I just think helicopters are exciting. They just are. You know, <laughs> I think we've come to the end of the uh, podcast, Chris. Ooh! So we were doing Beatles. Well, you were doing a very good John Lennon impression before the pod, and I know I can't help but notice he's just snuck back in. <laughs> he sneaked in. Give <laughs> Can us we have John? a bit more. Um, uh, uh, give him my John. Okay, um, he wasn't even the best drummer in the band. Mm. Actually, that was quite. Um, that was quite Ringo, was quite wasn't it? Was it all right? Oh, I thought it was good, yeah. Yeah, Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Can you go from Paul to John? Can I go from Paul woo, to John? And then we decided to form this band called The Beatles. And, um, <laughs> you know, me and Paul, we did most of the songwriting. But then there was George as well on the outside of it. And to be honest, George was a very talented man. But me and Paul, we just we kind of bullied George a little bit, um, to be to be fair to George. But he was a very talented man and probably the most talented in the Beatles. But he never really got his full chance with uh, the fact that me and Paul would sort of take the limelight. And so I think when uh, when George left the band, um, he was able to express himself just much better. I think like I was... don't know if that's something that he, John Lennon actually said or if you've just made all that up. <laughs> Did he say that? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. It just sounded so good and authentic. Like it sounded right. Well, Harrison, uh, I always had the greatest respect for George Harrison. The thing about me and Paul was that we we tended to lock horns quite a lot, and then George would just be in the background doing his own thing, and then he'd come in with a song like "Here Comes the Sun," and it's <laughs> one of the best songs that we ever produced. And me and Paul had nothing to do with it. It was just George's work. Can we have some Paul? I'm not. That's on. Is you know, he? You, know, you can do Paul. You got to do that. Yeah. You got to do oh, that thing good. where you sort of. You got to turn your mouth down, haven't you? Uh, you know, John. You know, we was. We were like brothers. Oh, it's quite <laughs> difficult. It's quite difficult. You know. You've got the sense of him there. Yeah, he, I think it's quite sort of uh, up and down, isn't he, Paul? Yeah. Well, he's. I guess he's. Uh, he's. Yeah, got, yeah, like, yeah. He's uh, raised eyebrows, hasn't he? And um, yeah. you know, John. Uh, John, John was uh, <laughs> his little bird's beak of a mouth, yeah, up and down, yeah. Up me and, and John, down, yeah. oh yeah, me and John, yeah, yeah, we were like brothers. Oh, brothers <laughs> isn't good. He wasn't even the best drummer in the band. We were just four guys in a band who made it. <laughs> yeah, we were That's just four guys in a band, and uh, four guys in a band. We used to play in a club called the Cavern Club. People used to come down and see us, and we we never really at the time we just thought it was that special, you know. You know, since the Beatles split up, there's been so much said about the Beatles. It's almost like the, the Beatles have lived bigger and better and longer than, than we ever did as a when we were actually in the band. Ever as a band. 
I am. Um, no. I find it quite like. I kind of want to go to sleep. If you ever want to come around <laughs> and just <laughs> sit in the chair, this yeah. is non non sexual. Sit in the mm. chair, and I'll mm. doze off to sleep while you mm. talk to me as John Lennon. Mm. I think I'd go straight off. Well, I'd be very, uh, very <laughs> to happy sleep. to do that. It's, um, yeah. I would say it's uh, a ringing. Uh, it's usually a ringing endorsement, isn't it? But I would say yeah, that was yeah. be like a ringing uh, indictment of uh, my impression. <laughs> making, that's, that's really make, good. The real voice does it to me as well, I think. Well, he gets a bit lower. The real yeah. voice really does it to me as well, I think. Well, he gets a bit lower, and if he's in there by the microphone, then you, you could be in for a real treat. He'll be off in seconds. He wasn't even the best drummer in the band. Such a cruel thing to say that, you know. I did regret saying that, actually, because a lot of people have quoted me on saying that about Ringo, and to be honest, Ringo was a very good drummer. Without Ringo, we wouldn't have had Octopus's Garden in the sea. He wasn't even the best drummer in the band. Yeah. I wish I hadn't said that now. <laughs> um, Octopus's Garden in the Sea is not one of the best ones, is it? It's not Here Comes the Sun. Well, I'm not sure it was actually written by Ringo. I think it was written for him. I mean, I think what <laughs> happened was that they, what we did was we came up with a few novelty songs that Ringo could do, you know, and uh, mm. Octopus's Garden was one of them. I think the other one was Yellow Submarine and a couple of others, you know, that we, uh, and we were just throwing him a bone, really, you know. But the thing that people uh, don't know about the Beatles was that I was very keen to carry the Beatles on. In recent years, there's a few uh, recordings have come out where there's a meeting between me and Paul. This was in 1969. I brought a load of songs to the table, you know, that I'd written that I'd, I wanted us to do. I'd, I'd even written some from Ringo. Paul wasn't having any any of it, you know, and I've always been, you know, blamed for the breakup of the Beatles when, when actually um, I think Paul had a lot to do with it as well. Is that true? Have you just made that up? No, that's true. That yeah, I came. I came to the table now, with these songs. Like forgetting if I'm listening to like a Radio Four podcast. Or no, it was very true. It's true. I came to the I table. Want. I came to the table with these songs. Just Paul would Paul had had it with the band, you know. And I, I thought that we would carry on. In retrospect, I oh, was I've quite. I've had it with I was the quite, band. I've had it with yeah. the band. Yeah, and I was quite happy that the Beatles broke up. But uh, you know, I would have gone on. Because we were only together for 10 years, you know, or something like that. And we had a lot more in, in the tank um, as a band. But as things as they stood, so the writing was on the wall, really. But the writing on the wall was written on the wall by Paul. Hmm. <sighs> right oh, there. gosh. That's there just, we go. Yeah, it's just brought us beautifully home. Take it. Take it. That was Chewbacca. That's Chewbacca flying a helicopter. That's too high for Chewbacca. God, it sounds like a sounds like Tweety Pie doing Chewbacca. Um, <clears throat> we should end it, really. All right, then. Okay. All right. Well, that's been fun, hasn't it? So I'm going to say. Uh, yeah, I'll say goodbye to you now. <laughs> yeah, and I'll also say uh, goodbye, yeah. Yeah. Are you in Manchester now, are you? Uh, I'm in Manchester, yeah. <laughs>